corridor. That makes a change. Looks like a castle. Nice. Not every stone corridor is in the castle, you know. Uh, Doctor. So where are we? I don't know. Could be in a castle. A deserted castle. Doctor! What is it, Benny? It's not deserted. There's someone there. Look. Watching us. <laughs> yes. Best to proceed with caution. They're not moving. Why aren't they moving? Is he dead? A body just propped up somewhere? Or cryogenically frozen, perhaps. Or it could just be a statue. Yep, it's a statue. It's very lifelike. Or death-like. You mean, it's not a statue? No. That is not dead either. Suspended animation, perhaps? Or an android? No, stranger than that. What do you make of his clothes, Benny? Agent clothing's not really my thing, but I'd say 16th century, maybe? Oh, come on, there must be someone around. Someone alive and actually breathing, you mean? Let's find out. So, are we on Earth or what? You don't only get castles on Earth. I was going by the clothes. And I thought you said this wasn't a Does it ever stop raining? It is the rainy season. Yes, well, I didn't realise the rainy season would be quite so wet. It's a good job we covered over the theatre last time, just so long as the covering's held. It'll be rainy inside if not, wet and muddy. But we'll know soon enough. Yeah, if Tashman and Crane ever get here with a water cannon. Tashman, where the hell are you? No signal. That's something else we can blame on the weather. Did you see the shuttle engine pods are already full of mud? There's no point clearing them now. We'd only have to do it again before takeoff. The mud gets everywhere. My boots are full of it. Ah, oh, here they are. Just hope Tashman knows how to use that thing. It got us down okay. Not easy in this storm. We should have brought Fort Alexa. He's no use stuck up in the main ship. He's keeping it from crashing. And he's monitoring the rippery and military frequencies. Would you trust Tashman or Crane to do that? Absolutely not. Five years ago, we had all the support we needed. Military backup, a full team of archaeologists, and dry weather. Now the war's not going so well, and it's you and me, Fort Alexa, and a couple of... <gasps> At least they're pointing it in the right direction! At least we're not going to run out of water! The cannon's making an impact on the mud already, look! It won't take long to clear the entrance, then we can get back inside. So long as the covering's held, we'll soon see what's in there. Or if it hasn't, it'll just be more mud. I said it was a castle. Look, a great big castle, and we're up on the roof. Battlements. Nighttime. Rather obvious, as it's dark. But no stars. Cloudy. And then there are torches, lots of torches. Firebrands, flambards burning brightly. Light thickens. It's not cloudy, it's just... nothing. A void, yes. Emptiness. It's like we're nowhere, like the world just stops at the walls of the castle. Doctor, those burning torches... Ah, you noticed that, did you? Notice what? That they're burning, but the flames don't move. Huh? Look at this one. It's like a cutout, a picture of a flame. But giving out light. Oh, and heat too, feel that. No thanks. Frozen flames. You can't freeze flames. You can freeze them in time, like people. Look, over there. Oh, is it an exhibition? Like a theme park? Showing what life was like in a medieval castle, you mean? Those two are on watch, look. 
Not that they can actually see anything. Huh. They can see this bloke, whoever he is. Full armour. The visor raised. Is it my imagination, or is he sort of glowing? Like a ghost. A frozen ghost? Possibly. In a way. Just a thought. Well, I've had a thought too, and I don't think we're going to get any answers by standing around out here. Doctor? Yes. Yes, I think you're right. Let's get back inside and see what we can find. <laughs> Intriguing, isn't it? Through. Looks like the covering did hold. We'll soon find out. Come on. I'll be glad to get out of this rain. Tashman, where's Crane? Checking the passageway secure. You could shore it up with extrusion plates, stop the mud collapsing again. Good idea. Get Crane and sort it out. Yes, ma'am. The mud looks solid enough. Impacted under its own weight. It'll probably hold anyway, but best to be sure. Hey, you, come back. Tashman, what is it? You found something. What is it, Tashman? I saw someone. Over there at the end of the tunnel. Crane. No, not Crane. He was wearing armor. Could someone have survived from the last expedition? Not battled yet. Old-fashioned metal armor. Like an ancient knight. Well, that's ridiculous. I'm just telling you what I saw. Where did he go? Through there. Through there? But that's a wall. And he went through the wall. He just faded into it. Like a ghost. These torches are the same. Burning and not burning. You know what's going on, Doctor? Possibly. The two men on watch. His father's ghost. I think I know where this castle is. <laughs> His father's ghost? Are you two going to tell me what's going on? Perhaps. I wonder what's in here. Another display. A bedroom where an elderly man is talking to a middle-aged woman. What does that suggest to you? I'm not sure I ought to say, but it can't be, can it? Oh, what do you mean? They're just exhibits or something. Or something, yes. Whoa, she blinked. That frozen end time statue woman just blinked. Sure she did. The man's moving too. <gasps> he will come straight. Look, you lay home to him. Tell him his pranks have been too broad to bear with and that your grace hath screened and stood between much heat... They can't see us. I'll or hear us. Even Fascinating. Pray you, oh, is that all you can say? Doctor! There's someone else coming. Quick, behind this curtain thingy! <laughs> the obvious place. Oh, oh Doctor! Oh, I warrant come you. On. Hear me not. Withdraw. I hear him coming. I believe we're hiding behind a curtain. And technically, it's an axe. Isn't it, Doctor? Whoa! Getting crowded behind here. No, don't mind us, old man. Now, Mother, what's the matter? Hamlet, thou hast thy father much offended. So now we all know where we are. Mother, you have yes, my Ace. father much offended. We're an Elsinore. And I don't like it either. Well, that's the light set up. Shouldn't be any more jumping at shadows. You think that's all it was? Trick of the light. Nerves. Whatever. I hope you're right. Well, if you start seeing ghosts, you let me know. You can be sure of it. We were lucky with the covering. Mm. Just that one leak over the main stage. The mud goes right up to the cover, but Crane's going to set up the water cannon to blast it away. Tashman's checking the back of the auditorium. 
just so long as he doesn't find any more ghosts. Lanek? Can you hear me, Lanek? Well, if you can, the covering seems to have held. Lanek? Hello? Is someone there? Well, Matt, good camera. Who? What's going on? Who are you? What news hast thou from the front? What the hell? This isn't... Where am I? What's happening? Thoughts apt, gun armed, and sight aligned. The brave Kemmer bestrides the field of get war. Get away from me! Get back! Kemmer ascends and outlined for a moment on the summit of the trench. He turns to face the enemy. No, this, this isn't happening. But cruel deception. It's not real. A sniper catches him, silhouetted, erect against the evening light and blood red sun. A noble Khmer, mighty Khmer, falls from on high into the bloody trench. Oh! And so the hero of Limlock falls, as must we all. In times of quiet solitude, consider Khmer, the good soldier, who was once handsome and brave as you. This no, is an Arras. It's so. just some sort of act. You They're exhibits. The Robots like Disneyland. Only for geeks. There's nothing to be scared of. Unless this really is Hamlet, and the gentleman standing beside us really is Balonius. Here! He's over here! My God! Tashman! What's happened to him? Shot. But there are no lasburns. An old percussion weapon, by the look of it. But the place was sealed. There's no one here except us. Tashman saw someone. Just a trick of the light, you said. Well, maybe I was wrong. You should see this, too. What is it, Crane? This section of wall is hinged. Like a door. You think whoever killed Tashman went through here? Let's find out. It's just an empty room. Except for this. What is it? Metal box, packed with circuitry and stuff. There's a control panel here. Fort Alexa would know. Yes, well, Fort Alexa isn't here, is he? And the comms are playing up, so we can't ask him. There's a view down to the stage from here. Like an old projection room. What are you thinking? Seems a bit antiquated, though. Let me see those controls. Keep an eye on the stage, Crane. Let me know if you see anything. Just a mass of mud at the moment. No. Wait. There is something. Oh. What the hell? Who is that? Wearing the cloak. He's gone now. It's projecting plays. Realistic, three-dimensional representations of plays. That's Hamlet. A proper dream machine. You go not till I set you up a glass where you may see the inmost part of you. What wilt thou do? Thou wilt not murder Doctor, me. We should move. Help! Yes, you may be right. What? Help! 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 And why is he sprung to life? Because Hamlet's gonna stab him. How now, a rat? Dead for a ducat! Dead! It does if we don't move. Look at him! <laughs> 
think that's shut it down. You think Tashman saw a projection from that? Seems likely. But that can't be what killed him. Look! There are still people down there. But I turned it off. He's right. Uh, except... I think they're real. What? Crane, stay here and keep an eye on that thing. Gilmanic, with me. They've gone. You mean we've gone? Hang on. Where are we? Ace, you're bleeding. Just my ear. I didn't duck fast enough. But the knife wasn't real. So this is the real world? That makes sense. It's obviously an amphitheatre, despite this mud. Someone covered the whole place over. The mud leaked through above us. Look. If we're here, where's the TARDIS? Oh, it'll be around somewhere. Looks like we've got company. I guess we know who killed Tashman. Hey, we didn't kill anyone. We just got here. Whatever here is. You expect us to believe... Wait! It's you! As usual, my reputation proceeds. Professor proceed. Summerfield! Oh. But how... Gilmanach! It, it is, isn't it? It's Gilmanach! You know these people. <laughs> I know Benny. Well, that is Professor Summerfield. She's an archaeologist. Damn fine one at that. <laughs> really? Perhaps we should introduce ourselves. I'm the Doctor and this is Ace. Hiya. And we really didn't kill anyone. In fact, we've only just arrived. So who are you lot? And how does Benny know you? Tamarina Lanark. I'm the leader of this expedition. Gilmanach, you apparently know already. Gilmanach and I met at the Braxiatal collection. He was researching an ancient theatre on... Oh, that's where we are, isn't it? This is Monaxus. You mean you arrived without knowing? It happens a lot. I didn't know you'd been to the Braxiatel collection, Penny. Oh, they wouldn't let me in. Not without a research ticket. I met Gilmanic while I was moping about in the grounds. Very impressive grounds. Mm. Modelled on ancient Versailles. So I believe. But that was five years ago. What brings you here, now? Luck. Whether good or bad remains to be seen. But hang on. You couldn't come on the Monaxis expedition. You were just helping out with the research or something, weren't you? Like Gilmanic said, that was five years ago. I didn't come on the initial expedition, which is probably just as well as it turns out. Why is that? Because if he had, he'd be dead. Dead? What happened? We were attacked. There was only one survivor, and that was me. I think you'd better tell us about it. Five years ago, the expedition was a military one. Well, we were winning the war. We'd driven the Ripperians back through the Ontarian cluster. Not like now. Now we'll be lucky if Monaxis is still in Helician space this time next week. I was in charge of the archaeology, but not the logistics. I was on the orbit ship Dunsinane when it happened, reporting to Director Corrales. I know it sounds incredible, but Subdirector Svensson was killed with a type of weapon we didn't bring, while holding a weapon he didn't have. It was just the latest of several unexplained and bizarre deaths. Kiralis had had enough. But when he opened a comm channel to his commander on Monaxis... What the hell's going on down there? The comms went dead, just cut out. Scans showed the number of life forms registering on the surface dropping from 20 to 10 and then to 5. Kiralis didn't wait for it to go any lower. He sterilised the whole area to kill the Ripperian snipers. A distronic blast. It wouldn't damage the structure, the ruins of the theatre, but it destroyed all organic life in an instant. It's taken five years for the distronic radiation to drop to a safe level so I could come back. 
And just our luck that it's now the rainy season. You should go to Wales. It rains constantly on this planet for two years out of every three. Enough to dampen everyone's enthusiasm. <laughs> so, you're Halicians. That's right. A colony founded by travelling players, wasn't it? A long time ago. But you retain your fascination with theatre and performance. Is that why you're here? Excavating the remains of another civilization that was apparently obsessed with theatre. How could we resist? It was Lanik who realised the importance of Menaxus. At the Braxiatel collection? That's right. I was researching something else entirely, but I came across a reference to Menaxus, followed it up. With Gilmanic's help, we worked out where on the planet the massive theatre complex we'd found mentioned must be. Lanik got permission from the exec to fund and resource the expedition. The exec? A ruler of Halicia. Oh, right, so the top guy. As you say. Now, five years on and losing the war, the funding and resources are a bit thinner, to say the least. Just the two of you. And Crane. Plus Fort Alexa. He's in the main ship, in orbit. You mentioned a Tashman? Dead. In mysterious circumstances. Like before? Possibly. We're not really sure. Oh, that sounds mysterious to me. What about Crane? Is he dead too? No, we left him with a device. What device? Crane called it a dream machine. Come on, we'll show you. So what does it do? It seems to project plays in three dimensions. It sounds like we got caught up in one. How do you mean? This is fascinating. And yes, Benny, you're right. Hamlet is one of the plays coded into the machine's memory. And we ended up inside it. Epic. But how can that happen? Fault with the real world osmosis damper, probably. Or the TARD is mucking about. So you don't know? He doesn't know. But the thing works. Oh, yes. If anything, it works too well. There's a list here of all the plays it knows. Look. Hamlet, Death's Bane, The Fall of Telmarken, The Goods... Oh, that can't be right. The Good Soldiers? You're joking. The Good Soldiers by Stanoff Osterling. Why can't that be right? The Good Soldiers is famous. Not surprising it's on that thing, then. It's famous for being lost. No manuscript is known to exist. Just a few accounts of performances from centuries ago. It's like the holy grail of drama. If you found a copy of it... Then it makes this whole expedition worthwhile, no matter what else we find. We have to get this machine back to Helicia. What about Tashman? What do you mean? You think finding an old play makes it worth his death? Any of the deaths five years ago? Of course not. Tell me, how did he die? Come and see. You not interested in seeing the dead body? Dead bodies interest me more when they're rather older. You think your friend, the Doctor, can work out what's going on here? If anyone can, it's him. Have you been here long? Only just arrived. It's an impressive place, for a ruin. Oh, you're only seeing part of it. I examined the survey data from Lanark's first expedition. They managed a complete survey? Created a similarity of the whole theatre before. Well, it, it was easier when it wasn't raining. In fact, uh, I think... Yes, I have a copy on data disk here. Thank you. Can I keep this? Of course. It's all in the ship's main storage system, so I can download it again if I need. Oh, oh your friend's coming back. i better see what Lanik wants to do next. I'll leave you to it. You're leaving us? Lots to do. There's always lots to do. See you later. Of course. Much later. Why is that? 
Because there's something wrong here. You mean apart from a dead body? Oh, no, I was forgetting. Dead bodies turning up is pretty much normal for you, isn't it? This place, there's something not right about it. So, we're going on a little journey. There's something I need you to do. What about Ace? Not her sort of thing at all. And she can keep an eye on Lannick and the others until I get back. You mean until we get back? Don't you? No, you don't. Oh, all right. So where are we? Where am I going? First to find the TARDIS, and then Professor Bernice Summerfield. You are going to the Braxiatel Collection. I told you the TARDIS couldn't be far away. You also told Ace you'd be straight back. Meaning? Meaning I think there's a fair amount of luck sprinkled in with the judgement. Oh, ye of little faith. I'd have more faith if I knew how you think I could get into the Braxiatel collection. I told you last time I tried, they wouldn't let me pass the reception desk. Because you didn't have a research ticket. That's right. But I do. Ah. Right. Right. So, assuming they let me in with your ticket, I still don't have a clue what you want me to do. Clues, yes. That's what we need. Clues to what? Don't you think it's odd? The people of Manaxas died out so quickly, but apparently left the theatre behind. Just a ruin? The only ruin. What? Lana told me she hadn't found any evidence of Manaxan buildings or civilization anywhere else on the planet. Probably washed away in the rain. Yes, the rain. That's another thing. The rain? And the acoustics. The what? The acoustics in the theatre. Didn't you notice? Well, I noticed that when Crane was talking to Lanark down on the stage about hosing away the mud, I could hear every word from the back of the auditorium. The acoustics were impressive. But who listens to actors in an empty theatre? Here you are. What's this? A research ticket. Did you just make this? Oh, Benny, why do you have to assume everything is a trick? With you, it usually is. And this ticket is numbered 0001. It's quite real. It'll get you into the collection. And then? And then you can look at the source documents and surveys that led Lanark to find the theatre in the first place. And what am I looking for? Well, if I knew that, you wouldn't need to go, would you? <laughs> <sighs> Is this really the best way to shift the mud? It's effective, if a bit messy. And noisy. What? Noisy! That too. Can you shift the nozzle over to the left a bit? <coughs> like this? That's got it, thanks. So, this Tashman bloke, he was your friend? We got along. He was all right. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. It must... Hang on, can you stop it? Stop what? The water, stop the water! What is it? Look, where the mud's washed away. There's something in there. Right, back where we started. Well done, TARDIS. <laughs> well done, Doctor. Doctor, there you are. I think you better come. Why? What's happened? Ace? Oh, she's fine. It's nothing like that. Is Benny with you? Oh, don't worry about her. Just tell me what's happened. Crane and your friend Ace were washing away the mud on the stage and... Well, you better come and see.
Ah, oh, there you are, Doctor. Gomanek said you'd found something in the mud. Yeah, take a look. Uh, it's a hand. Do you think there's someone buried inside there? Oh, no, no, no. This is made of stone. A statue. There were no statues on the stage when we were here before. You want me to clear the rest of the mud? What do you think? I think we should be careful. You heard him, Crane. Let's get it clear, but carefully. It's definitely a figure. Look! Can't make out much through the spray, but it's humanoid. We could have guessed that from the hand. There's more than one of them. Look! I count uh, four of them. Four statues. All right, Crane, that's enough. But that's impossible. Yes. They were buried in the mud. They've been buried for years, and we only just got here. Four statues that look exactly like the four of us. Intriguing, isn't it? That's one word for it. So, why isn't there a statue of Crane? They're definitely stone. I'd keep away from them if I were you. Solid rock, you see? You see? The statue, it's moving. It's got Crane! No, come back! We can't just leave him! That statue's got him by the neck! It's killed him! I killed him! That's why there was no statue of Crane. Because they were going to kill him. And now, they're going to kill us! suppose you remember me. But... Professor Summerfield, of course I remember you. Oh, um, good. I remember that you called me an officious old fool who would have difficulty... Putting... Uh, well, I, I was a bit upset. Sorry about that. So, may I ask, have you returned to insult me further or have you forgotten that you need a research ticket in order to be able to access the collection? 
Like this, you mean? Here you go, one research ticket. Thank you. But, but this is... One, one moment. Yes? It reads as genuine and authentic. Probably because it is genuine and authentic. So, can I go in, then? Uh, just one moment, if you'd be so kind. And if I wouldn't? <sighs> no, it's all right. You go ahead and call your supervisor or whoever it is. I'm sorry to disturb you, sir, but I have a Professor Bernice Summerfield here. She wishes to use our facilities to research um... Uh... Menaxus. There's a very interesting ruined theatre there. She wishes to research a theatre on the planet Menaxus. Yes, she, she has a ticket. Well, it reads as authentic only. Well, the issue number is zero, 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 one. So, what did he say to that? He laughed. He laughed? Laughed. And he asked that you make your way to the main induction area, through those doors over there, then down the Hall of Mirrors, and it's the last door on the left. Right, you. Thanks for that. You've been most helpful. Uh, my, my ticket? Oh, yes. Here you are. I hope you enjoy your time here, Professor. Thank you. I'm having fun so far. Left here, Doctor. We can cut through to the entranceway, then back to the shuttle. For all the good it will do us. I think we should hurry. Those things are still coming after us. But they're statues. How can they be moving? They're made of stone. Or mud. Mud? What do you mean? Perhaps that's what destroyed your first expedition. Statues? Not an enemy sniper, but things like that. What if the planet's defending itself? What if the planet, the mud, is alive? It might explain what happened to the original Menaxan civilization. You mean the mud models itself on whoever it thinks is invading to drive them out? That's incredible. We are being chased by walking, talking statues of ourselves. Fair point. Oh, hello. S sorry, is this the induction area? Only it looks more like Marie Antoinette's bedroom. I believe it was modelled on Marie Antoinette's bedroom. Oh. Makes sense, I suppose, as the whole place is modelled on Versailles. Probably as a result of our massive inferiority complex. You think so? Um, we've met before, haven't we? When I was last here, Gilmanic and I ran into you in the grounds. In the Garden of Whispers. Oh, you have a good memory. That was five years ago. I corrected your pronunciation, if I recall rightly, Professor Summerfield. Oh, Benny, please. You've got a good memory for names, too. I'm afraid I don't remember yours. I don't think I ever told you. Well, now's your chance. While we wait for whoever we're supposed to be waiting for. I was waiting for you, actually. What? And you are waiting for me. I don't... Oh, hang on. That's why you're here again now. You work here, don't you? In a manner of speaking. So, what do you do? Apart from getting lumbered with the difficult customers. Oh, I can assure you, it's no trouble. And I can pick and choose who I get lumbered with, as you so delightfully put it. <laughs> Irving Braxiatel, at your service. Irving? Oh, goddess. Braxiatel. <laughs> yes, as in the Braxiatel collection. The name is no doubt something to do with my massive inferiority complex. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I didn't actually mean any of that, you know. <laughs> Just joking. Ha, ha. 
<laughs> if I did have an inferiority complex, I would be offended. But as I don't, I'm not. Well, that's uh, good. S so, apart from being amazingly rude and tactless, as <laughs> usual, what have I done to deserve a meeting with you? You have research ticket number 0001. That accords you certain privileges. I have all the data in access downloaded to a terminal in a private study room for you. If you would like to come with me, I'll show you. Thank you. I have some expedition data with me that I'd like to examine too, if that's possible. Oh, anything is possible. It's a bit of a walk, I'm afraid. But on the way, you can tell me, how is the doctor? I trust this will be adequate? I should say so. As I said, all the source data is already loaded. But if you have the expedition data you mentioned... Oh, yes, I have a disk. Here. Allow me. Thank you. Oh, I see there are three-dimensional models of the structure here. Extrapolated from the remains on site, yes. There's a similarity suite down the hall. If you want, I can link your system to the suite and it can render a full holographic model of the theatre. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> uh, cheating, of course, in archaeological terms, but... Yeah, I guess it would be good to see what it looked like. Well, more than that. With a similarity, it's as if you're actually there. You can interact with the model, change it, populate it, manipulate it in almost any way you can imagine. If that would be useful... Even more useful. <laughs> Still cheating, though. Then I'll set it up. It will take a few minutes to transfer the data for the AI systems to build a similarity. Which would give me time to unpack, <laughs> if I had any luggage. Then, if you will allow me, I'll send for some tea. Tea? And cake. You can't come to an S at Versailles and not eat cake. What would Marie Antoinette say? What did you mean? What? Earlier, when you said, for all the good it'll do us. She means we can't escape in the shuttle. Why not? Well, for one thing, the engine intakes are clogged with mud. It'll take a while to clear them. Oh, we don't have a while. For one thing, what's the other? I'm not leaving here without that machine, even if we could. And we can't? Tashman was the pilot. Crane could probably have managed, but... But Gilmanic and I are archaeologists. Neither of us can fly the shuttle. So we're stuck down here. Maybe not. Please. I'll have to look at it. But I can probably guess us off the ground. That's great. But we still have to clear the engines. You and Ace can do that. With those statue things after us, it won't take them long to catch up. Yes, it will, because they'll be following Gilmanic and me. I'm not sure I like the sound of that. Where are we going? You said you wanted the machine, the dream machine. So let's go and get it. I think I know how we can distract those statues. Gilmanic, that all right with you? I doubt if any of us has a better idea. I'll see you later, then. Good luck. And you. Goodbye, Ace. Behave yourself. You too, Professor. Professor? I thought he was a doctor. He is. Doesn't matter. So, how far is this shuttle? Not far. You can see the tunnel we made through the mud. Pity you didn't bring any weapons. I've got this. Oh, neat! A pistol! Bit low-tech, though, isn't it? Just an old-fashioned percussion weapon. Fires bullets, would you believe? Won't stop those things. So why do you have that? Were you expecting trouble? I always carry it. It's an antique. One of the first artefacts I ever found. Ah, souvenir. I guess so. And being old tech with no power signature, it doesn't show up on weapon scanners. Souvenir and insurance. Exactly. Except it doesn't insure against homicidal stone statues. Welcome to Manaxus. 
Or as close as you'll get away from the real thing. This is amazing. And it was all created from the expedition data I gave you? A full life-size reproduction of the theatre, as it would have been. And you say we can manipulate this model? Of course. The system will respond to spoken commands. Let's take a seat here at the back and watch a play, shall we? All right. <laughs> uh, what would you suggest? Oh, I think there's only one possible choice, don't you? A similarity. Create actor in centre stage. Replay Hamlet. Act three, scene one. Hamlet's speech. To be or not Whoa. to be. That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, of course, or to take arms against appropriate in more ways than you know. Oh. It doesn't matter. The doctor mentioned something about the acoustics. Well, they seem pretty good to me. Yes. No more, and by a sleep to say the Can we add an audience? If you wish. As I said, anything is possible. Similarity, add an audience, please. Uh, let's make the theatre half full. Ooh. That is creepy. An audience made up of you and me. I didn't realize my earrings look quite so naff. The systems are saving on processing power. It knows what we look like, so it doesn't have to generate more models. The acoustics aren't as good, though. The doctor is right. Infuriatingly, it does. Let's see. Uh, similarity, please fill all the seats. A full audience. Who'd build a theatre where you can't hear the play when there's an audience? Well, it does happen. Don't underestimate incompetence. Or maybe it's appearances that are most important. I'm not sure I follow. Can we see the theatre in its ruined state? Well, if you think it'll help. Uh, <clears throat> similarity. Cancel performance and audience. Display the model generated from current survey as copied from the disc. Whoa! Oh, you might have warned me the seats would disappear. I'm sorry, I thought you'd realise. Yeah, evidently not. You stood up, I see. Seemed wise. Well, let's see if these ruins make me any the wiser. Statues can't be far behind us. No, and we need to get this machine back to your shuttle as quickly as we can. You need help carrying it. Oh, it's not too heavy. <laughs> I can manage. Then let's get out of here before we're trapped. You know, walking statues reminds you of something. Yes, me too. Is there on the tip of my mind something I've seen recently? We can worry about it later. Yeah, let's hope so. And between us and the way back to the entrance, to the shuttle. We'll have to lead them off. With you carrying that thing? Good point. I'll lead them off. No, Gilmanner. We've played that card once. There are four of them. They won't all follow you this time. Then what? We need a distraction. Something to keep them busy. Like what? If I can just set up the machine, I can... No time, Doctor. Just promise me you'll get Lanik and that machine back to the exec. Is this a machine? It's the most important archaeological discovery Helicia has ever made. And I helped find it. Me! I'm not going to achieve anything more in my life. No, Gilmanner! What are you doing? Keeping them busy! busy. If I'm remembered for anything, busy. then let it be this! Busy. Busy. This war has taken everything I had, friends and family, but maybe I can keep my reputation. Now, Doctor, take the machine and go, now, while you still can. Ah!
just doesn't make sense. What doesn't? The data from the similarity of the ruin. May I see? Well, according to this, the ruins don't work. Yes. It is odd, isn't it? Most of the rock and stone strewn about the place doesn't fit together. The similarity can't reassemble a coherent structure from the ruins that are here. Well, I'm no archaeologist, I'm afraid. What does that suggest to you? That... Well, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it suggests to me that your systems are up the creek. Up the creek? Well, if it was right, this data means the rubble and stone isn't part of the theatre at all. Which clearly doesn't make sense. That's right. Because it would mean that the whole thing was built as a ruin, and then the rubble and debris was added. Fought with the reassembly algorithm, perhaps. Oh, maybe. Now, there's a ruined section here. Look. Hmm? Well, the system can recreate what the wall looked like. So, an intermittent fault. But, no, hang on. These figures suggest the wall was pushed over by a direct force applied from an angled rectangular plate. What does that mean? Well, you have the data. You tell me. The data? You mean... <gasps> of course. A similarity. Can you model the rectangular plate defined by section 974 of this data? And lo and behold... An angled metal plate slightly curved. Similarity, show the plate's impact with the wall as described in the same section of data. You know what that looks like. Enlighten me, Professor Summerfield. It looks like the front of a bulldozer. It looks like someone deliberately smashed down that wall. You think so? Now, why on earth would they want to do that? I don't know. There's something very wrong here. Are you sure you're not jumping to conclusions? A similarity can only tell you so much. Which is why I think I'll go back to my room. Time for more tea? Uh, no, something a bit stronger, I think. And I want to take a look at the source documents that Lanick found. All the references to the Manaxon Theatre. You think that will help? I hope so. I'm missing something, that's for sure. And I bet it's obvious. I bet I'm being really stupid. See you! Oh, no. You're not being stupid. Quite the opposite, in fact. Doctor! Where's Gilmanock? Ah, uh, he won't be Johnny's! I'm sorry. What happened? He gave his life to save ours. Now, help me get this machine set up. Ace? Yes? Can you fire the shuttle? I can try. Then, as soon as we're ready here, start the pre-flight sequence. There, that's done it, I think. It says it's in standby mode. What are you going to do? Those statues can't be far behind. I'm going to educate them while Lana and I clear the engines. Educate them? Let me just set this... Uh, <laughs> Hamlet um, at uh, <laughs> Right. Come on, Lanark. Lanark? Yes? I'm sorry. About Gilmanic. Come on! Thank you. Oh, that's good. Very good, actually. I wonder if they do it by the case. Now, I'm guessing this computer system is voice-controlled, too? Oh, good. Then show me a listing of all the source documents pertaining to Monaxus. Oh, it's not many for a whole planet. So, uh, show me just the documents that relate to the theatre. Oh. Now that is interesting. Better have a read of these, then. 
Order the documents chronologically, would you? Thanks. Right then, let's have a look at the first one. An account of the opening performance of The Captain's Honor at the Pentelanian Theatre on Manaxis. On Manaxis, theatrical representations. This is just a little bit distracting. That's the idea. Clearing mud out of engine housings is one thing. Doing it in torrential rain doesn't help. But then to have Hamlet fighting Laertes... Ah, so long as it distracts the statues too. At least until we get this done. Doctor, look out! Stop! Are you all right? Yes, but saved by the sword, even though it's not real. Pray you pass with your best violence. I am afraid you make a water. That's this one clear. Doctor, how are you doing? Nearly there. Just a few more handfuls. Computer, bypass the safety checks. I want to take off as soon as the Doctor and Lanik are back on board. Start the pre-flight sequence. Power up the engines, but hold it at pre-ignition. Come on, Doctor. Come on. Which, in this writer's opinion, lends the entire theatre a truly welcoming atmosphere. Huh. In this archaeologist's opinion, there's only one explanation. Even though I have no idea what it means. Come in! Oh, it's you. Well, I can easily go away again. It's inconvenient. Uh, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> I was expecting dinner. That's why I'm here. Ah, let me guess. You have the Andalarian steak and frabjub beans I ordered in your pocket, yes? No, sadly. But I do have the kitchens ready to serve us dinner in my private study. Are you asking me on a date? No. I'm being a considerate host and offering you dinner. Oh. Well, in that case, all right then. So long as there are no strings attached. I mean, metaphorical ones, of course, because no actual strings, that would be rather weird. No metaphorical strings, I promise. Although... Ah. I'd be interested to know how your research is going. Have you reached any conclusions about Monaxis? Actually, I have. One conclusion. And I don't know whether it's intriguing or frightening. Oh. But I do know it doesn't make a blind bit of sense. Inside. Yes, before flights of angels sing us to our rest. What? Come on! Good night, sweet prince! Doctor, are the engines clear? Yes, are you ready to take off? We'll have to be quick before the rain washes more mud in and clogs them up again. Oh. Uh, before those statues get in. Then buckle up and we're ready to go. Uh, right. Computer, full ignition. Now! Silence. Oh, whew. we're locked onto the orbit ship now. Docking's automatic. Fort Alexa will open the main hold as we approach. I'm going to check the machines, all right. Doctor, there's mud on the floor by the door. So there is. 
Perhaps this Fortalexa will have a mop and bucket. No, I mean, should we be worried? You said you thought the mud was alive. Yes. I did say that, didn't I? You've changed your mind. It does seem a bit far-fetched. But those statues... Yes, the statues are a mystery. Like the theatre. What do you mean? I don't know. And that's the problem. None of what's happening makes sense. Not yet. Like what? Well, I'll give you one example, Ace. If you lived on a planet where it rained heavily most of the time... Yeah? Why would you build an open-air theater? But it's not just the theater and what we found from the similarity. It's everything about Manaxis. Now, when you examine the source documents that Lana collated... Yes, and that just makes it worse. In what way? Well, there are documents from the whole history of Manaxis, over 500 years of civilization. Well, not that many documents considering, but even so. Well, go on. Well, from all that time, there isn't a single surviving document that isn't to do with the theatre, out of the whole planet. It's as if the theatre was the only thing that was there. Well... It was evidently important to them. They wrote about it. Those are the writings they saw fit to preserve. Possibly, except... Yes? Oh, I don't know. There are things that turn up again and again. Odd words, whole phrases, the style. I'm not sure I follow. I'm not sure that I do. But it's as if all the documents from the planet's whole history were written by the same person. Ah. Does that make any sort of sense to you? It does, I'm afraid. I'm impressed by your deductions, Professor Summerfield. Impressed, but not surprised. You know what's going on, don't you? I think that after we've finished eating, we should have a little talk about Manaxis. Yes, I think perhaps you're right. And then I'll give you a message for the Doctor. Lanark, where are the others? Who are these people? This is the Doctor and Ace. Hi there. How do you do? You must be Fortalexa. But what about Gilmanic and the others? They didn't make it. What? Long story, so it's good we have plenty of time. We don't, I'm afraid. That's why I didn't come down to the docking bay. I've been monitoring an enemy battle cruiser. It's just entered the system. Has it detected us? Not yet. We need to get out of here. If we move, it will detect the engine's signature. Exactly. Luckily, the shuttle's too small to register on its detectors. So we're stuck here? No. The cruiser will spot us as soon as it's within range anyway. And it's heading this way. Can you show me the navigation charts? Uh, this is Manaxus, and that's us. The cruiser is here. You're right. Even if we don't move, it'll be in detector range any minute. And when it does detect us, it'll blow us out of the sky. What about this asteroid belt? We are smaller than the cruiser. We could probably hide in there. Would we have time to get to the asteroids before the cruiser detects us and opens fire? Possibly. I don't know. There's only one way to find out. Unless anyone else has a better idea. Lanik? Do it. Okay. Strap in and I'll set the systems. Full ignition pulse in ten seconds. We have stood more chance against those statues. They've detected us. Weapon systems locking on. They're firing. Get us moving now. We have to save the machine. Incoming. Don't
Full ignition pulse in ten seconds. We have stood more chance against those statues. They've detected us. Weapon systems locking on. They're firing. Get us moving now. We have to save the machine. Incoming. Doctor. Hold tight, please. Full ignition. Just in time. That was close. They're coming after us. Any damage? Not sure, but we're almost at the asteroid belt. Calculating a path through is going to slow us down. Then let me do it. You're not going to be quicker than the computer. Yes, he is. Computer's damaged anyway. Must have been that blast. Give me the navigation controls. All yours. I'm sure this is a good idea. What was that? They're not trying to navigate around the asteroids. They're blasting their way through. Doctor? I can keep ahead of them for a while, but not for long. Well, can't we fight back? With mining explosives? Because that's all we've got. Please? Show me. Are you all right here? The doctor's course calculations are working so far. I'm trying to keep at least one last stride between us and them all the time. But they're getting closer. Oh! See what I mean? Come on, Lanik. here to damage their engines. Except it's in the hold of our ship, not on their engine deck. So we have to get it there, somehow. But how? Oh, there must be something here. Uh, you've got spacesuits. Maybe someone could get outside and, and... And what? Throw it at them? Oh, I don't know. What's that? This. It looks like a bazooka. Hardly. It fires a line from this drum. You can attach a grappling hook or a spike. That's it, then. What, this? We attach the explosive to the end and fire them at the cruiser. Well, it hasn't got much of a range. Then I'll have to get in close. You? Who else is there? Get me that spacesuit. I can see the cruiser. You'll have to be within about 50 metres of it to get an accurate shot. I know. That's too close, Ace. You'll be caught in the blast. I've told her that. Well, be careful. I'll let you know when the cruiser's in range. You ready? Setting up now. Just trying to anchor this bazooka thing to the rock. There's no gravity, so I have to find a good spot and press it down into place. Cruiser's going to be in range in 10 seconds, so I hope you're set. So do I. Good luck, Ace. Five seconds. Fire as soon as you can. Right, that's it. You're in range. Here goes. It's on its way. We can see it. A direct hit. Now trigger the charge. I got it. Well done. That shot blew out the whole engine housing. Ace, are you all right? I'm fine. Lots of debris, but most of it hit the asteroid. The cruiser's spinning away. Out of control. Looks like its engines are shot to pieces. What's that noise? Pressure leak. Oh, <coughs> it's getting stuffy in here. I should... I should get back. I'm finding... It's hard... to breathe. Ace, listen to me. Ace, you're so damaged. Some of that debris must have hold. You're losing air. Ace? Can you hear us? You're so 
this blood. I'm firing the suits, Navajets. Uh, uh, I should be back uh, with you. We've lost her. She's fired the Navijet. She's heading this way. Lanik, get me a spacesuit. If she's unconscious, she'll never get into the airlock. I'm going out to get her. just. What happened? You don't remember? Uh, I was... Oh, I was out on the asteroid. I, I shot at the cruiser. Damaged its engines. You did very well. Huh. We're safe now. Oh, then I felt so tired. Oh, oh I, I, I couldn't breathe. My, my suit was... Punctured by debris from the explosion. Oh, but I passed out. How did I get back here? Fort Alexa went out for you. What? He saved my life? Yes. Yes, he did. But you saved his. You saved all our lives. You were unconscious when he brought you back, so we put you in this cabin. Have I been out for long? Hours. We're nearly back at Helicia. And you've just been sitting there watching me? I didn't have anything better to do. <gasps> I should go and thank Fort Alexa. Oh. Are you sure you're up to it? Oh, Doctor, he saved my life. Where is he? <sighs> He's down in the hold, examining the dream machine. Come on, I'll show you the way. Hey. Ace, are you okay? Oh, fine, thanks to you. Ah, oh, forget it. Forget it? You saved us all. Least I could do was save you in return. You're quite a card, Ace. Oh, very funny. Sorry. I guess you hear that one a lot. Not often, actually. So, what are you doing? Oh, just tinkering with this thing. Seeing if I can work out how it's put together. And can you? Not really. It's basically a hollow projector, though it's more advanced than any I've ever seen before. That's about as far as I get. So, you're intrigued? I am. I don't understand how it does what it does. And anyway, there's half a dozen circuits in here that don't even seem to relate to it. Meaning? That the machine can do a lot more than we know about, maybe? I don't know. For what's really a glorified hologram projector, it seems to be pretty advanced to me. Different civilization, different technology. I guess so. Hmm. I'll leave you to tinker. Thanks. We'll be reaching the outer defense grid soon, so I need to be back on the flight deck. I'll see you there. I won't be long. I better just put this lot back together. And Fort Alexa? Yes? Thanks. I mean, really. Thanks. That's not right. Why would it need a real-world interface? Or osmosis damping? That definitely shouldn't happen. So, now you know. It's incredible. I'm not sure I wasn't better off when I just had some daft theories. Or not so daft theories. Even so. What will you do? 
Well, like you said, things have changed. I have to tell the doctor. Yes, yes, I think you're probably right. If anyone can sort these things out, it's him. Well, it doesn't need a lot of sorting out, to be honest, does it? I mean, they just need to leave Manaxis. Except they have already left Manaxis. What? Events have moved on in your absence, I'm afraid. The Doctor and your friend Ace are at this moment approaching Alicia together with the pilot Lanark and the machine they found at the theatre. What about Crane and Gilmanic? I'm afraid not. I'm sorry. Oh, goddess. We're too late. On the contrary. You should be just in time. Me? We need to get you to Halicia, to the doctor. But if they're almost at Halicia already... I have a Delta Dart that can get you there in just a few hours. It's a single-seater, I'm afraid. Huh. So I'm on my own. Hmm. Great. Any more words of comfort or wisdom? Oh, just a few. But first, let me show you something. I think it will interest you. It'll only take a minute. No. I have a private gallery just through here. After you, Benny. Thank you. You don't mind if I call you Benny? No, not at all. It's my name. Good. It's just that I feel as if I've known you for, well, a very long time. So, what did you want to show me? This. A book? A notebook? A handwritten copy. The only one to survive. Ironic, really, as since it's handwritten, it must be the original draft. The original draft of what? The Good Soldiers by Stanoff Osterling. You're joking, really? Really? Uh, may I? Of course. But if you have a copy of The Good Soldiers, why not publish it? Everyone wants to know what the play was actually like. And therein lies the problem. What problem? Well, just between you and me, I think it's probably a good job that no other copy survived. Because it makes this one more valuable? No, no. Commercial value is of no interest to me. Then why? Well, because actually, as you will quickly realise if you read a few pages, The Good Soldiers, for all its reputation, is not actually a very good play. In fact, I go so far as to say it's pretty rubbish. So, disappointment all round if this got out. Exactly. I'll tell you something else that's surprising about this play. What's that? I recognise the handwriting. Stanov Osterling? Nope. You might have dictated it, or maybe it really is a copy, but... This was written by a mutual friend of ours. We're approaching the defence grid. Fascinating. There must be a thousand satellites out there in an interlinked tessellation. How does it work? The satellites are also proximity mines. But the grid arrangement means they are all linked to the satellites closest to them. Ah, so if you tried to get through by destroying a satellite... Other satellites detect the incursion. Then what? It triggers an alarm, and the AI systems work out the likely position of the intruder. And detonate the nearest satellites. Or fire las beams. The system then realigns the satellite so there's no break in the grid. So what you're telling us is that there's a defence grid around your own planet that even you can't get through? How bonkers is that? You can get through it if you transmit the right access codes. Which I assume you have. No. I could be captured and made to hand them over. They're hidden in the ship's ident codes. Fort Alexa knows how to transmit them. Ah! You're just in time. Just in time for what? We're almost at the defence grid. Excellent. I'll have the ship transmit the codes. What if someone steals the ship? Wouldn't help them. The grid interrogates the onboard systems and diagnostics, checks the flight plans and logs, verifies everything. Any problems, and it won't let you through. What happens if it won't let us through? Then we have to talk to ground control. And believe me, we don't want that. Fort Alexa will get us through. I'm glad you're so confident. No problem. It's because you're quite a card. What? I said, 
You're quite a card. I don't understand. Don't you remember? You you Excuse told me. Excuse me, I have to get these codes sent. Ace, you're distracting him. It's a difficult procedure. Yeah, right. Codes acknowledged. And verified. The grid's deactivating. It's opening a safe path through. The route is pre-programmed in, so all you have to do is enjoy the flight. And avoid getting shot at. That would help. There are automatic countermeasures if you need them. It all looks simple enough. It should be. You're cleared for takeoff as soon as you're ready. Uh, just one quick question. Yes? You mentioned some sort of defence grid round Alicia. Yes? I think the word you used was impenetrable. That's right. So how am I going to get through it? Or is that pre-programmed in as well? Well, not exactly, no. Um, but don't worry. I do have a plan. Oh, that's a relief. You going to tell me? Yes. But not yet. It's a, a bit complicated. So best if I talk you through it when you get to the grid. Talk me through it. We'll keep a comms channel open the whole time. Don't worry, it'll be as if I'm sitting in there with you. Oh, that would be cosy. All right, you better close the lid and I'll get started. Wish me luck. Luck will have nothing to do with it. Trust me. If you say so. Can you hear me, Benny? Loud and clear. Then you'd better be on your way. Just press the ignition button and the automatic systems will handle the launch. Like this. news, Marlock. Always you bring me bad news, another defeat, more territory lost. You must know the truth, Exec, no matter how unpleasant. Oh, there must be some good news, surely. Of course, Exec. In fact, here it comes now. Who are these people, Marlock? They don't look like good news. Except, possibly... The expedition from Monaxis, Exec. Camarina Lanik and her team. Are we in her team, Doctor? If you like. So who are these people? The exec is ruler of Helicia. Manact Marlock is his chief advisor. As you will see, I have made certain recommendations. I really don't see why I can't have a tablet and access data feeds directly. All that information would only distract you. No, far better that I pass on just the data that you need to see. I suppose so. I see you recommend executing a thousand citizens of Arbela chosen at random. As an example to others. Very well. Do it. You what? That does seem a little extreme, don't you think? Careful, Doctor. A thousand innocent people. What? Who are you to question my orders? Marlock, make it two thousand. Of course, sir. A strong message. And you, what is your name, little man? Oh, sorry, we haven't been introduced. I'm the Doctor. Well... Doctor, I shall have you executed too. You will be shot for this outrage. Really? Oh well, if you insist. Go on then. What? Shoot me. I'm sure one of these guards can lend you a gun. Oh, you, you, you mean here, now? Here, now. You want me executed? I think it's only fair you do it yourself as an example to others. No. No, I've changed my mind. I, 
I've decided that to execute you would be, uh, would be, Marlock. Would be counterproductive? Yes, indeed, counterproductive. You think execution for a minor misdemeanor or no misdemeanor at all might incite rebellion rather than suppress it? I do, yes, that is exactly it. A wise decision. Thank you. So, you will be repealing the execution order for the citizens of Arbella. What? No, that's not... But surely you just decided that the executions might incite rebellion rather than suppress it. I... Yes. No, Marlock. Uh, the decision, as always, is yours, exec. Then, yes. No executions. Counterproductive, indeed. Marlock, what's next? The report from Manaxis. Of course. I'm well inside Helician controlled space now, but no sign of any other ships. The Helician forces are tied up in a battle on the Crantacular Rim. I can't say it's going very well for them. From what you've told me, the whole war isn't going very well for them. They're being driven back to their own system, but they're leaving death and destruction behind them. Any way of shortening the war will save millions of lives. I'll see what I can do. I'll let you know when I'm approaching the defence grid. Lanik, wasn't it? Tell us of your expedition. Exec, my noble lord. We return from a difficult expedition that you were wise and generous enough to sanction. I was? Excellent. And your report? We have made many fascinating discoveries in your name, my lord. Why she gone all gushy over a spoiled brat? He's a spoiled brat who could have us killed. Lanak's clever enough to know that, and she knows how to handle him so we don't all get killed. And in addition to the archaeological discoveries, we have brought back a gift. <laughs> a gift? For me? What gift? A machine, my lord. A machine that projects holographic reenactments of plays. The exec can order a performance of any play he wishes, with real actors, at any time. Quite so, Lord Manact. But this device is pre-programmed with several plays that I believe the exec will find of interest. Really? Such as? Such as Osterling's The Good Soldiers. The, the Good? Are you sure? Of course. Have you seen this play? My lord, no one should see Osterling's lost masterpiece before the exec of Helicia. Quite right. What's she playing at? Perhaps she's after a medal. Our technician, Fort Alexa, is setting up the machine now in the Royal Theatre. May I suggest a Royal Command performance? The very first reenactment of the good soldiers for centuries? Here? In my theatre? The event will go down in theatrical history. Marlock? Yes, my lord. A Royal Command performance. Arrange it. Of course. And Lanik, stay a while. Tell me more about this machine and your discoveries on Monaxus. With pleasure, my lord. Mm, come on, Doctor, let's get out of here before I throw up. She'll be licking his boots next. Leaving us so soon, Doctor? Oh, you know how it is. Things to do. One of the guards will show you to your quarters. No doubt I shall see you at the play. Thank you. Enjoy a good play, do you, Marlock? I suppose it keeps the exec occupied while you get on with actually running the war. Ruling the Empire. Be careful, Doctor. I'd hate to think you were too clever for my own good.
late. I'm approaching the defense grid. The early warning systems are lit up like a Christmas tree. So what's the plan? The plan for getting through the impenetrable defense grid around Halesia? Well, uh, yes. I'm afraid there isn't one. What? What do you mean there isn't one? I told you. It's impenetrable. So what happens now? You get shot down. What? And that's the plan? Absolutely. Just one thing you need to do before the satellite targets you. This had better be good. So, where are we going? I want to take another look at the machine. Why? Like Marlock said, it's just a glorified film projector. That we somehow got caught inside. Oh, fair point. Though it seems ages ago we were hiding from Hamlet. But shouldn't we be sorting out how to get back to Monaxis to find the TARDIS? First things first. OK. But what is the first thing? I'm not sure. Ah, here's the Royal Theatre. Authorised personnel only. Oh, Doctor, this is the tradesman's entrance. Then let's be tradesmen. Come on. There's the machine. This must be like a projection room or something. Look, you can see down into the theatre. One way glass, probably. No sign of Fort Alexa. No. But he's been a bit off recently. Hmm? Well, uh, a bit off. Mm, lost his sense of humour. Oh, maybe I did something to upset him. Oh, that doesn't sound like you, Ace. Hey! So, you found anything? Fotolexa left this interface manipulator. Hmm. I wonder if it can just... Uh... Yes, there's a hidden set of circuits here. Ace, this machine doesn't just hold holographic recordings of plays. What then? There are entire miniaturised universes in here. Pre-programmed environments. Is that what we got stuck inside? Yes. But we got out again. It's a two-way process. What does that mean? It means that if I can just... Uh... Doctor? Doctor? Doctor, where have you gone? Hmm. Quite what I intended. A castle. <laughs> I'm back inside Hamlet. But there must be some way of crossing between the different environments. Luckily, I have an interface manipulator. Now, if I just push through this reality, I should find myself in an hour. Interesting. A gallery, paintings, and statues. Lots of statues. Of course, Death's Bane has a scene where the statues in a gallery come to life, living creatures. That can't be a coincidence. And that's not a statue. Come back! I just want a quick word, whoever you are. Doctor? Doctor? Can you hear me? That stupid thing! What are you doing? Oh, Fort Alexa. Oh, cool. The doctor's disappeared. I think that somehow he's got inside Step this away from the machine. But you don't understand. I understand perfectly. Nothing must stop us now. Nothing and no one. What are you talking about? Do you know what happens at the end of The Good Soldiers? Oh, I don't know what's happened to you. Fort Alexa, look out! Wait, did you do that? What are those two robots for? Kill her. What? Oh. Follow her. Kill her if you can. But make sure no one sees you. Not yet. 
talk to you. Huh. Then talk. This is the good soldiers, isn't it? The battlefield that Jorvik and his comrades cross to get to the castle where they make their last stand. You know the play? Oh, yes, I know the play. Not many of us do. But tell me, who are you? And what brings you into my worlds? And the doctor? What do you mean, your worlds? These are all settings for plays. They are more than that. As you must know, or you'd not be here. I am Aaronholt. This is my machine. I created it. Oh, how do I get into these situations? Strap in, Benny, strap in. Heat pod's always so cramped and uncomfortable. You'd better be right about this Braxiatel, because if I didn't survive the attack and this thing doesn't go into a pre-programmed dive that makes it look like debris and that's safely just outside the exec's palace, I shall have something to say about it. over the exec. What are you doing in Marlock's office? Looking for something. And I found it. Look. Images and reports. But... Uh, that's... All these people! Massacred. On a dozen or more planets the Helicians have occupied. I thought you were Helician. Doesn't mean I have to agree with everything our leaders do. They've tortured and killed thousands! Hundreds of thousands. Or more. I know from personal experience that things can pass through the real world interface. It takes skill and knowledge. Or it's programmed in, like on Menaxus. Ah, yes. Menaxus. Tashman died in a battle. This battle? Perhaps. Go on. We were attacked by living statues, just like in Death's Bane. You are a clever man, Doctor. So I've been told. This machine of yours, it's a trap, isn't it? A very clever man. Perhaps a dangerous one. Perhaps. The Good Soldiers was the bait. The promise of a reenactment of a famous lost play. And we both know how it ends. If those events actually happened, if the play's finale was acted out in the real world... Yes. That's what happened on Menaxus. The perfect trap. A theatrical Trojan horse. The Menaxans used the machine and it was the end of their civilization. You seem very sure of your facts. I'm very sure that we need to shut this machine down. Why is that? Your enemies, the people of Menaxus, are long gone. But now, the machine is threatening another civilization. If they use it to enact the good soldiers, the same thing will happen. I said you were a clever man, Doctor. And everything you have deduced about this machine is correct. Then help me. I can't do that. 
Because everything you conclude from what you have deduced is wrong. What? Completely and utterly wrong. on Monaxis, the perfect trap, a theatrical Trojan horse. The Monaxans used the machine and it was the end of their civilization. You seem very sure of your facts. I'm very sure that we need to shut this machine down. Why is that? Your enemies, the people of Monaxis, are long gone. But now the machine is threatening another civilization. If they use it to enact the good soldiers, the same thing will happen. I said you were a clever man, Doctor. And everything you have deduced about this machine is correct. Then help me. I can't do that, because everything you conclude from what you have deduced is wrong. What? Completely and utterly. Someone's coming. If we're caught in here, they'll kill us. Oh, quick, put this stuff away. Now hide behind that filing cabinet. Well, there's only room for one of us. What about you? No time. Hi there. The friend of the dangerous doctor. What an unpleasant surprise. The name's Ace. Thank you. Ace. I'll remember that when I fill in the warrant for your execution. Guards, take her away. Oi! Get off! Ow! Let go! Oi, careful! This is a dump! Don't I even get a drink of water? And you can at least put the lights on, I can hardly see a thing! Are you even listening to me out there? Hello? Oi! Sawdust for brains! I'm talking to you! Oh, so now I've insulted you, you're coming to beat me up, is that it? Actually, I was coming to let you out. Benny! It's all right, used to the insults. How did you get here? I sort of crashed outside the palace in a damaged escape pod. Luckily, I happen to have a superbly forged Halesian identity disc with me. Look, access all areas. It's good, isn't it? Very. But how did you find me? Oh, easy. I ran into Lanark. Anyway, we better be going. Uh, just. Mind this guard on the way out. He's sleeping it off. You mean he's been drinking? No, someone hit him over the head. Right, uh, grab his legs and let's get him inside. <laughs> so what did you do to get locked in there? And where's the doctor? Oh, let's get to my quarters. We can talk there. 
And you think the Doctor ended up back inside the machine? Well, there was this noise and he just disappeared. Yes, but he didn't disappear for long. Doctor! Hi, Doctor. If you've been back inside that machine again, I may have had a wasted trip. Maybe not. I thought I'd worked it all out. Clever old me. But then I met the man who invented the machine. You mean he's inside it? Yes. Aaron Holt. Nice fellow. But he told me I was completely wrong. Possibly because Aaron Holt never existed. Really? He didn't mention that. That's because he doesn't know. But Aaron Holt is a fictional construct based on the Braxiatel collection archivist Elenico. And he's as fake as everything else. Braxiatel told me the truth. Braxiatel? Irving Braxiatel. If he's behind this, then it'll be complicated and devious, even by my standards. Tell me what you've worked out, and I'll tell you what Braxiatel told me. Well, I haven't worked anything out. Except there's a machine that projects plays, only the plays are actually happening for real inside it. Hmm. Your turn, Doctor. The plays can get out and affect the real world, because the machine is actually a weapon. A weapon? I thought it was used to attack Menaxis, and that's why the civilization there disappeared almost without trace. It's a good guess. But when I looked at the expedition data and the documents of the Braxiatel collection, I pretty soon realised it didn't make any sense. What didn't? Menaxis. The only ruin on the planet is the theatre. And the only surviving documents are all about the theatre. That's a bit weird. Yeah, well, it gets weirder. Because all the documents seem to have been written by the same person. And the theatre ruins can't possibly be the remains of a real structure. Interesting. You see? No. So the theatre was built as a ruin? Exactly. Get it now? No, not even close. I mean, that's crazy. Why would anyone build a ruin? Why would anyone build an open-air theatre on a planet where it rains so much? With the acoustics that are perfect when the theatre is empty, but completely rubbish when there's an audience. All right. Why? Because there never was a civilization on Menaxus. The ruins, the documents, the, the entire history. It's all a fake. Oh, now I'm completely lost. This is bonkers. But go on then. What did this Braxiatel geezer tell you? Five years ago, the Helicians seemed unstoppable. They were spreading through the galaxy like a plague. Overrunning system after system, planet after planet. So you decided to stop them? I don't usually like to get involved in local politics. But their advance was bringing them dangerously close to this asteroid, to the Braxiatel collection. So it was self-interest? Oh, absolutely. What did you do? I created Menaxus. <gasps> oh, not the planet, no. But it's history. We built the ruins of the theatre, created the documents you examined. We invented a civilization that venerated the theatre. Because you knew that would appeal to the theatre-loving Helicians. Exactly. And then we had to make sure they found out about it. I tipped off Lanark, and she and Gilmanuk came here to investigate. They found references to the theatre and went to dig it up. Yes, yes, yes. It was going awfully well. They found the theatre as we planned, but they were rather slow in finding the machine I'd left for them. And the machine killed them. Uh, supposed to create enough destruction and panic to force the expedition to retreat to Helicia, taking the precious machine with them, of course. Instead, it wiped them all out and got left behind. And it's only now that Lanark's gone back. And the tide of the war has turned. Helicia will fall in a few months anyway. But the machine doesn't know that. 
Once Lana gets it back to Halisha, they'll use it to project the performance of the good soldiers. Just as you planned. And when the play reaches its climax... Exactly. Mass slaughter. That's nice. I didn't have you down as a murderer. Sometimes, sadly, these things are unavoidable. <sighs> Only now it'll be five years too late to do much good. And with a doctor and ace caught in the middle of it. Which is why you need to get to Halisha and warn the doctor. And I thought the doctor was devious. Still not sure I understand it all, but what do we do? We have to stop the performance or people will die. Not necessarily. Haven't you been listening? Maybe they deserve it. What? Some of the things these people have done. Lanark showed me. It was... <sighs> horrible. Mass slaughter, death camps... What else did Braxiatel say? About what? About his plan. Not much. The machine creates mass panic, and the Ripperian forces invade in the chaos. How will they get through the defence grid? Yes, well, there's a plan for that bit too. The hope is the Halitian leaders will be killed by the machine, and so they'll be leaderless and confused. Hope? What do you mean? Braxitel never relies on hope. There's something else going on we don't know about. Probably. But we're not going to find out what it is by sitting around here. So what do we do? You two see if you can sabotage the machine. Things will be easier if the play is never performed at all. Though if it is... What about you? I'm going to see the exec. Not got your robots with you this time? I no longer need them. Robots? You mean from the end of the good soldiers? So? You know the secret of this machine? Yes, we do. So get away from it now before things get ugly. You think you can stop it now? You're too late. The program is running. What have you done? The show must go on. Where's he gone? You said he changed character, started behaving oddly. That's right. I think that particular Fort Alexa was created by the machine. He was just a fictional version. So what happened to the real one? He saved my life. It killed him, didn't it? I'm sorry. Dear. Right. We're going to shut this thing down once and for all before it kills anyone else. Um, how do we shut this thing down exactly? I don't know. And if we get it wrong, we could end up trapped inside it. Oh, terrific. Someone's coming. Guards. Probably looking for me. Get out of here quick. You go that way into the theatre. I'll try and delay them. OK. <clears throat> You the only person here? Seems that way. You looking for Fort Alexa? Oh, hello. <laughs> you must be in charge. Hmm? I'd like to see the exec, please. Oh, the silent type, eh? <laughs> but doesn't it get rather boring just guarding these throne room doors? Go on. You can answer. I won't tell anyone. No? Doctor! Ah, Lannick, is the exec in there? Yes, but he's rather busy. Not so busy, he didn't have time to talk to you. Well, I think he likes me. I need to see him. I don't think he likes you. I don't think he does. But he has to stop the performance. The good soldiers? Why? I think it could be dangerous. That machine you found... Could be the greatest discovery made in years. No, 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 listen. The guards have orders to let no one in, Doctor. I can't tell them otherwise. <sighs> Is that true? No. Don't bother to answer. Of course it is. 
Sorry, in a... You! How did you... Oops. Gats! Oh, great. Here we go again. Don't you get tired of this? My patience has its limits, and I think you're pushing me very close to them. Glad to help. As it seems I can't leave you alone in the dungeon, we have to try something else. Bring her. All right. Don't push. Oh, this is a bit more like it. Proper seats and everything. It seems only fair. As you help to find the machine, you should have a good view of the performance. So you're giving me a theatre box all to myself. That's nice. Not quite to yourself. Ranjev, stay here and see that she enjoys the show. And what if I don't? If she doesn't, or if she so much as looks as if she's about to get up from that chair, then kill her. Understood? I think he's got it. It wasn't him I was speaking to. Oh, right. Yeah. Got it. Good. Enjoy the play. I'll see you afterwards. Can't wait. In fact, I shall be the last thing that you do see, ever. Huh. Is he always this witty? You are allowed to talk to me, aren't you? Huh. Was it something I said? No, it was something I hit him with. <gasps> Benny! Doctor! <laughs> what is it with you guys and hiding behind curtains? Hello, Ace. You should go to the theatre more often. Oh, look! They've given you a good view from up here. <laughs> Looking forward to the show? I don't know. Should I be? To be honest, no. So are we leaving? You and I can stay. I want to see how things play out. Oh, very funny. What about you, Benny? I think I'll leave you to it. You know, for all its reputation, Osterling wrote The Good Soldiers at a time when the theatre wasn't doing so well. Falling popularity, budget restrictions, funding cuts. So you're saying it's rubbish? The drama of Osterling's time was all talk and very little action. It kept things cheap. And I've read it. Quite recently, in fact. So? So, yes. I'm saying it's a bit rubbish. But hey, that's just my opinion. This performance might have a bit of an edge. It might indeed. Enjoy! Oh, great. So before they execute me, I'm going to be bored to death. No one will execute you, Ace. Promise? Of course. Oh, I think the show's about to start. Look. That must be the royal box. The exec and Marlock. And Lanik. Uh, Doctor, where's Benny gone? Oh, just a little job she had to do for Irving Braxiatel. Lanik! Uh, w will you come and sit with me? Of course, my lord. I am honoured. <laughs> Comfortable? Very, thank you. Do you have a good view, sir? What? Oh, uh, yes. Thank you, Marlock. So, when does the play begin? Whenever you command it. Fort Alexa set up a remote control. I have it here. Just press the button when you are ready. Are you ready, sir? Lanik? I'm ready for anything. Really? I may hold you to that. As I said, I'm honoured. Oh, just get on with it. All right, Marlock. Then we shall begin. Well met, good man. What news hast thou from the front? And the whole of the defence grid is controlled from here? That's right. We're constantly monitoring the systems for any sign of incursion. I'd have thought it was all automated. Oh, it is. 
but we keep an eye out for faults. And sometimes the systems miss things a human might spot. Or they overreact. Does that happen often? Not very. But we did have an incident a few hours ago. A small ship tried to crash through the grid. Oh, really? Didn't get far, of course. Blown to bits. But the AI system thought one of the bits of wreckage might be an escape pod. Tried to target it for another burst. Right. And was it an escape pod? Not likely on a ship that size. And if it was, it wouldn't be shielded. So we'd have detected life signs if anyone was in it. Overrode the system. Thank you. What for? Oh, um, you know, explaining. Pleasure. Always happy to help the execs, official inspectors. <laughs> yes, there was no point in wasting munitions. Between you and me, the way the war's going, I think we'll need all the ammo we can find in a few months. Benny was right. This is rubbish. It has its moments. I don't see how it's going to bring down an empire, especially given what Benny said about it all being done on the cheap. Oh, well, that's why the good soldiers is remembered. Osterling broke with tradition. He was the one playwright who didn't feel constrained by the tight budget. What's going to happen? This is the last scene. Six soldiers have just watched a play that shows a version of each of them being killed. Yeah, I got that. Only good bit so far. But the players are actually enemy soldiers, brought in by Jorvik. Jorvik. He's the guy in the cloak whose face we never see, right? Right. So why has he done that? Because he's a traitor, and the others are all deserters. If they'd actually been at the battle like they boasted, they'd have known that. So Jorvik has them killed? The players opened the castle gates. The audience expected something low-key, something cheap. And instead? And instead, Osterling has an army of robot soldiers storm the castle and kill them all. And that's about to happen here, for real? Chase, you'll miss the fun. My friends, the final act! And so it ends. You were never at Limlock, my friends, or you would know it must end thus. And all your imagined courage seeps away like so much blood upon the sodden ground. inside until the danger is past. Marlock! I'm with you. The palace guard will make short work of these automata. This is Menax Marlock to all units. Report immediately to the Royal Theatre. I repeat, report immediately to the Royal Theatre and engage hostile forces. This order takes precedence over all other duties. You're not going to? He did say all other duties. Someone has to monitor the grid. Oh, that's a shame. Ah, I see you're wondering where the gun in your holster went. And then it hit you. 
Right, let's see if this virus Brexit hell gave me is all it's cracked up to be. Alert. And it seems like it is. Where are the plays going? It's a good job those robots aren't very fast. And the guards are evacuating everyone. But, Doctor, we have to do something. If those robots do catch anyone, they'll kill them. It's all right, Ace. The play's not over yet. What? You'll like this bit. I promise. Watch. The play is spent. The act is done. The robots, they've stopped. <laughs> so they have. Time makes honest brokers of us all. Now is my soul laid bare. My deeds are all confessed. Time has undone me as it destroys everything. What's happening to them? Time, Ace. It happens to us all. But they're going rusty. Time that coughs when you would kiss, watches from the shadows and antiquates antiquities. Time fells the mighty and quells the dragon's wrath. Our act is done, our roles fulfilled, and time itself breathes out contagion to the world. They're just collapsing! You knew this would happen. I've been inside the machine, Ace, and I spoke to the man who claimed to be its inventor. I may have tinkered a bit with the script. Only through time is time conquered. You rewrote the ending of the play! Now, you assembled. Look upon my face, if you dare. Doctor, your it was you all the time. And I will show you death in an hourglass. Bravo! Bravo! Thank you, Doctor. And then there were none. They've all gone. Jorvik, the bodies, the robots. Huh, I suppose you think that was funny. Or clever. I suppose I do. So, what happens now? Now, Benny uses the distraction here to turn off the defence grid so Braxiatel can bring in the Ripperian forces and end the war. Hopefully without too many shots being fired. Simple as that? Probably not. Let's find the exec and persuade him to give up. Without a leader, the Alicians will surrender. Defence grid has been deactivated. What? Are we under attack? Uh, Ripperian ships are already through and landing outside the palace. How could this happen, Marlock? The play was a distraction. We should seal ourselves in your throne room. You'll be safe in there. Agreed. Guards, get to the main entrance, keep the enemy out, defend the palace to the last man. Sir. I don't understand, Marlock. How could you let this happen? Oh, be quiet. You, you can't talk you to You want to get through this that? alive? Of course! Then shut up and let me think! Shh, my lord, he's right. You can direct your counter-attack from in here. Uh, we should negotiate. Never! We fight to the last man, understood? This isn't over yet. You think he's in his throne room? The most secure place. Probably with Marlock and Lanark. They all left the theatre together. The doors won't open. Locked. Can you override it? In time. We need to be careful, Doctor. They're probably armed. lanik has got a gun. What? She showed me. You're right, Marlock. We can fight back. Of course we can. This isn't over yet. Oh, yes, it is. You're finished. Oh. What? What are you doing? 
The machine, of course. She's got a gun. Marlock, how can she have a gun in here? That antique wouldn't have registered on the weapon scanners. It may be an antique, but it's very effective. Uh, uh, now listen, we can talk about this. No, we can't. Whatever you want, I'm, I'm sure we can. That was a shot. Yeah, we heard. Can't you get this door open? I'm trying, Benny. It'll take time. Look, there's an audio circuit. At least we'll be able to hear what's happening in there. One death against the millions you and he have caused? It hardly tips the balance, does it? We are at war. A war you started. But even the battles weren't enough to sate your bloodlust. If people resist, they must be taught a lesson. You mean they must be murdered, massacred? It's for the good of the Empire. Tell that to the people of Klasvin or Deltarona. Tell that to the farmers on Vakada. Vakada? You don't even remember, do you? Why do you think I was so desperate to go to Minaxis? To excavate the ruins and bring back the machine? Why do you think I ingratiated myself with you? Pretended to admire you? Even though it almost made me sick? I don't know. <laughs> of course you don't. You're pathetic. It was to get to you. All of this was to get you alone. Are you going to kill me? My husband died on Vakada. Your soldiers strung him up outside our farm. That was after they killed our children, and before they started on me. Marlock even has pictures of it. Of course I Quick inside! Ah! Uh. Lamix, no! Where is she? She was here. We heard her. She killed Marlock and the exec. Doctor, that sound. You mean that sort of ripple noise? I've heard it before. When you went into the machine. When Fort Alexa died. When the play ended and vanished. Well, what does it mean? It means that Braxiatel had one last trick up his sleeve. With the exec and Marlock both dead, the Helicians will surrender. But if Lanik was working for Braxiatel, where is she? Inside the machine, if she's anywhere. It's all part of the fiction, Benny. She didn't know it, but Camarina Lanik never existed. You were right. The Helicians surrendered pretty much immediately. They knew it was all over anyway. Hey, look! On the stage! How did that get here? The TARDIS. But we left it on Monaxus. I thought you might be needing it. Braxiatel. Doctor, you don't look at all pleased to see me. This is your TARDIS, isn't it? Oh, don't tell me I brought some other old piece of junk along by mistake. It's my TARDIS, as you well know. Come on, Ace. Benny, it's time we were leaving. Not staying for dinner? Oh, you're welcome to come back to the collection. Another time, perhaps. Oh, come on, Doctor. I haven't seen this collection place yet. It's very impressive. It would be. Well, you are welcome any time. All of you. Even without my own reader's ticket? Even so. Doctor, I'm sorry if I've inconvenienced you. Oh, not at all. But thank you for your help. You may not approve of my methods, but we have saved many lives and shortened a very unpleasant war. Yes, I suppose so. I mean it. You're welcome any time. Thank you. But for now, goodbye. You'd better go with him. Uh, sorry. He's not usually like this. Don't know what's got into him. The arch manipulator finally outmanipulated? No, I can't imagine either. Bye, Brax. Goodbye, Benny. And you, Miss Ace. Yeah, bye.
Oh, sick plan, by the way. Maybe I'll see you again someday. Maybe. In fact, I'd say it was a certainty. And thus the worthy kick of time brings in his revenges. Goodbye, Doctor. Until we meet again. My name's Justin Richards and I wrote the novel Theatre of War and I've now adapted it for the audio version, which is very exciting. I was thinking of pitching something when Benny had just been uh, become the uh, new companion in the Virgin New Adventures books. So I wanted to do something related to archaeology because apart from her first story, it seemed like she didn't, didn't get to do much archaeology and as she's an archaeologist, that seemed a bit... Uh, a bit of an oversight really so um so i started from thinking about uh, an archaeological dig on another planet um and sort of progressed it from there i think i knew it was ace and benny uh when i wrote the the pitch which was just a um a un unsolicited submission to, to virgin so i wrote them a quite a detailed outline i forget exactly how long and and some sample text the first few chapters um yeah and the, the only change they wanted was actually at the very beginning, which meant I had to rewrite those sample chapters. Because in the previous book, which was Legacy by Gary Russell, uh, Benny goes off at the end with some ice warriors for some reason I can't remember. So um, I had her in the TARDIS with, with Ace and the Doctor at the beginning of Theatre of War. So I had to take her out and have some way of them getting back together, getting reunited. Um, so I had uh, Benny going off on the, the expedition to Manaxis. Um, and for the audio, interestingly enough, I've put it back as it was, <laughs> because we don't have Legacy immediately before, so Benny's in the TARDIS at the beginning. So, um, so that wasn't quite as difficult as it might have been, given that I'd already sort of done that once anyway. Oh, look, a corridor. That makes a change. Looks like a castle. Nice. Not every stone corridor is in a castle, you know. Uh, Doctor. So where are we? I don't know. Could be in a castle. A deserted castle. Doctor! What is it, Benny? It's not deserted. There's someone there. Look, watching us. It's nice because um, it's so long ago that I could come to it fresh and new. And, and the way that I 
adapted it was nothing like what I thought I was going to do. I'd got the original uh, file on the computer and I thought, well, it's easy. I'll just go through, strip out all the description and I'll have the dialogue left. And there we are. I've got a script pretty much. And I didn't do that at all. It, uh, it just looked too complicated for words. So what I did was I went back to the original outline I'd written and I went through and I rewrote that as if it was an audio outline and then I wrote it fresh uh, from that outline but for each scene that that seemed a bit tricky I went back to the book and read what happened there before writing the scene so it was sort of so I don't think I uh, probably a few bits that I did lift or copy um, particularly towards the end in the in the theatrical performance in, in the finale but apart from that I don't think I lifted dialogue particularly um, Partly because the the book is very wordy. Everybody talks a lot, <laughs> and you you haven't got time in a you know a four episode story for for that much going on. So it did it, plot wise it has to be simplified, and dialogue wise everybody has to be much more uh, direct and pithy. My name is Sophie Aldred, and I play Ace. This is very much an early Ace story. I think you know asking questions all the time being slightly aggressive sort of very not thoughtful uh you know so it's fun to go back to that kind of younger ace it's like a cutout a picture of a flame but giving out light oh and heat too feel that no thanks frozen flames you can't freeze flames you can freeze them in time like people look over there the writers always come up with fantastic stuff and i think once i'd seen that cover with the uh the 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 black suit and the utility belt. Don't forget, this was the days of Lara Croft, just, just as that was coming out. I think it was very much along those lines that the writers were thinking. Um, but it's funny, because this, uh, this script isn't written like that, though. I mean, we've had to alter a few lines. For example, there's, there's one that didn't sit very comfortably, which was like her getting all excited about a weapon just now, which we've, we've changed. Um, so it's funny because things have really changed actually since Ace was chucking explosives around and, and you know, firing rocket propelled grenades, um, which was fine in the late 80s, but actually you couldn't get away with that really on telly now, I don't think. Oh yes, um, I'm Sylvester McCoy and I'm playing Doctor Who number seven. It's great. Yeah, there's all sorts of characters out of Hamlet, mostly, I think. It's, and, um, and there are other plays. It's all wonderfully theatrical. You know what's going on, Doctor? Possibly. The two men on watch. His father's ghost. I think I know where this castle is. His father's ghost? Are you two going to tell me what's going on? Perhaps. I wonder what's in here. I always thought of the Doctor when I was... Me, you know, doing him and thinking about him and creating him and discovering him was something. Um, he was a mixture of all these things. He was very theatrical. He was also like Sherlock Holmes in many ways. And, you know, he's been kind of thought he might be Merlin. And, but, you know, he's also a doctor. He's also a clown. He's also, he's a multifaceted, glorious piece of work to play. Hello, uh, my name is Lisa Bowerman and I'm here today playing Professor Bernie Summerfield. Shamefully, I don't know what order the novels come in uh, because obviously we're back in novel land here. Obviously we've, we've done Love and War. 
but still in pretty early stages because there are a couple of references in the script to going oh you, you, you know making observations about the doctor's behavior she's still kind of feeling her way on that so uh, yeah she's still pretty early i keep having to, 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 to catch myself uh, i mean that's more to do with vocally uh, so i'm not kind of too down there um i don't want to make it too too squeaky but um i think yeah it, it's her enthusiasm and her cynicism about the doctor you don't want to make her too cynical at this point because obviously later stages and mere 20 odd years of her existence or whatever it is um, should have become I would say jaded but a little a little bit more circumspect but here yeah you do and of course the one thing that you forget here is that she hasn't technically met Braxitel before so that's interesting because actually I think there was a one of the Gallifreys I did a sequence but you never quite know what the timelines are with Brax and Benny but here certainly the indication is they've never met before she doesn't know who he is and that actually is quite exciting because obviously Mars and I have been working together as, as Brax and Benny for a very long time so it'll be nice to you know nice it's nice to explore that you don't mind if I call you Benny no not at all it's my name good it's just that I feel as if I've known you for well a very long time Hello there, my name is Miles Richardson, and I play Irving Braxito. I first came to Irving Braxito purely by chance. I was playing, of all things, um, <laughs> I, I, it was Darwin, Charles Darwin, in a big Finnish play. And somebody heard my voice and thought, well, you know what, that's a very good voice for someone slightly suspicious. And uh, as Justin Richards was writing this character, Irving Braxito, for the first time, though he'd been talked about at length, um, I was asked if I would like to play the part. And so it started off as a one-off, and it was just going to be a one-off. And then they liked what they heard, and then they kept on getting me back. And then it all got rather complicated, and I started going to the most awful time as Irving Braxito. It wasn't the same straightforward character I'd had before. And then, of course, he branched off, and there I was in Gallifrey playing him. And I didn't realise that he was even a Time Lord until that came along. So, so it's, been a, it's been a roller coaster, and it's been going on for, God... 12 years now, I think, something like that. But what fun. It was just picking up on a, on a throwaway line in, in City of Death where Romana mentions the Brax Hotel collection. And I thought, it's, a, it's well, like well, Douglas Adams' names, it's a terrific name. And I thought, I wonder what it is. And I needed, a, uh, I needed a, an archive museum type place. And it just seemed like picking up on something that had been mentioned in the series uh, gives it a bit of validity rather than making up something completely new. And then I thought, well, has, somebody has to be in charge, and presumably if it's the Braxiatel collection, it's owned by somebody called Braxiatel, or endowed by, or whatever. So let's have, let's have him as a character. And I gave him the first name of Irving, because, um, because the book is to do with theatre. So Irving is a good theatrical name, so uh, we'll go with that. Well, it's really nice to come back and do the first meeting with Bernice Summerfield, uh, at last, because when I first came across this character, we sort of picked him up well into their relationship, so they'd already had this kind of antagonism and sort of playfulness between them, and then of course got a much more um, arch after that. But yes, it's nice to see him in the early days when he hasn't got so much baggage around. He's still slightly manipulative, we know that, but he's not, um, not the kind of very weird, weird menacing character he later becomes. And also, this first um, series, this first meeting, there's already that slightly flirty uh, nature between the two of them. Well, certainly there is from Braxiatel. She was an employee of 
Braxes for a considerable amount of time on the Braxitel collection, which is a sort of planet museum, I suppose. The whole the whole planet is a museum. But I can't give too much away. He is very ambivalent as a character. Very very ambivalent there's you know the road to hell is paved with good intentions could be written for him really because every time he he will try and think oh i'll solve that problem he'll always end up creating more problems but you never know where you are they have a very we say love hate relationship certainly in my own timeline as benny in her own solo series i'm not even going to go there there are spoilers galore um, in, in her relationship with Braxitel and which Braxitel it is and what universe is from and whether it's a clone or whether it's not a clone or whether it's, you know, they're a layer upon layer but um, the one thing that is constant is Miles' fantastic performance because it's so easy to spar off him. So, now you know. It's incredible. I'm not sure I wasn't better off when I just had some daft theories. Or not so daft theories. Even so. What will you do? Well, like you said, things have changed. I have to tell the doctor. Yes, yes, I think you're probably right. If anyone can sort these things out, it's him. Well, the idea that Irving Braxitel uh, is Doctor Who's brother, uh, I thought, when I found that, I got very excited because I thought, oh, here's an opportunity to be deeper involved in these these, uh, audio dramas. But, of course, as it went on, it became pretty obvious that the relationship between the Doctor and Irving was uh, not what you might call brotherly. And so it's not surprising that when we do meet, there's a certain amount of sort of arming and ahhing between the two of us. And, and uh, I think this is the second incarnation doctor I've come across. I think I was uh, Irving Braxitel to Colin Baker's doctor in a previous episode. Um, and now I'm Sylvester's um, brother. So it's, 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 it's keeping that kind of um, Time Lord thing going. He's regenerating and I'm sort of regenerating, but I sort of stay the same. Um, mainly because I just can't afford too, too many actors to play Irving. Um, but it's always good to be uh, uh, connected with the main man. <laughs> 